listening to The Ron Van Dam Show is like realizing that you put your underwear on backwards this morning. It's wrong, but it doesn't feel bad, and it's not like anyone's ever going to find out. So just go with it. This is The Ron Van Dam Show on New England Broadcasting. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. It's The Ron Van Dam Show. Okay, whatever. Hold on tight. Things can get a bit weird if you like that sort of thing. Hey, welcome to the program. It is the Ron Van Dam Show. Yes, it yes it is. Who said it wasn't? It is though. All right, just sit down, relax. I'll take it from here. You just be quiet, please. Don't talk. I will talk. If you want to talk, talk to somebody who cares to listen to you. Me, this is my time, so give me half an hour. God, the rudeness of some people, I'm telling you. (laughs) Really, seriously, you know what I'm saying? All right, all right. This is the Friday weekend edition of the program. Here it is. Okay, Ron, so like, do it. All right, fine. Uh, I have an interesting guest coming up a little bit later in the program. I hope you stand by for that. But until that arrives, you've got me talking about all kinds of ridiculous things. How about you? Oh, I'm telling you, man. Uh, I, uh, I've been saving pennies since the pandemic began. Remember the pandemic? Raise your hand if you remember the pandemic. Oh, my God. Only some of you do. I still, when I watch television or watch a sporting event or go somewhere, I still marvel at the fact that nobody's really wearing masks anymore other than the people that always wore them anyway. Like people with very weak immune systems and people who are robbing banks. Other than that, you never saw a mask unless it was Halloween. Remember that? But it's just so amazing that we got through that. And in doing so... We still acted like a bunch of assholes. Wasn't that something? This pandemic comes up. Millions of people are dying. I mean millions. Innocent people who get a little bit sick and then they go to the hospital and they die. Millions. People lost their parents left and right. People they knew. It was incredibly horrible and horrific. But we still acted like assholes for the whole thing. We were still divided and argued with each other. We didn't hold hands because we couldn't do it. We couldn't touch each other. We still acted like a bunch of assholes. Everybody in the world acted stupid. So that proved to me that even in the face of, of incredible, horrible things, we're still stupid. It's just, I thought that would bring us together. Oh, it didn't. It, it didn't. It did in theory for a couple of minutes, but then that was it. I am so disappointed in my fellow man and fellow women too and fellow children. Well, I've always been disappointed in my fellow children because <laughs> they act like kids. 
when you're an adult and you act like a kid, that's not good. It's not good. Believe me, it's a bad look. It's not good. I'm disappointed in my fellow man, my fellow human. I just really am. I just, uh, I don't understand where, where you people just love to argue and yell at each other and um, try to destroy each other. What the hell's wrong with you people? Why would you try to make the other person fail? And when I talk like that, not only am I talking about human beings, but I'm specifically looking at politics. Why this country? Their major goal is to destroy each other. I don't understand that. I've never seen anything like that before. It's just like animalistically stupid. Here's what pisses me off today. Oh, great, Ron. Another thing? No, it always pissed me off. I alluded to it yesterday. All men are created equal. They're not at all. Not even close. It depends on the color of your skin, your religious background, your beliefs, long list of things, where you come from, how you talk. Yeah, it it all, it's not equal in the least. Stop with that stupid phrase because it's embarrassing when you say that. And I'm going to talk about Donald Trump today, but in a very different light. Uh, politically, I do not align with him, but that's okay. I didn't align with a lot of Republicans who were in office. That's fine. That's a democracy. I get it. I understand how that works. But the civility of uh, this Trump guy is just, I can't believe that the guy that was leading this country was such a disrespectful lowlife. Has nothing to do with the policies right now. Just a despicable human being. And people that love him say, we love him because he is despicable. (gasps) Oh no, don't say that. That's depressing. Here's my biggest problem of all. My biggest problem is that nobody's supposed to be above the law. That's another phrase that doesn't hold water. Stop saying that. Because there are plenty of people that are above the law. And I use Donald Trump as a great example. This man um, just gets attorneys, doesn't even pay them necessarily, but gets these attorneys every time he's in trouble. And there are like five cases that are like looming above his head that are all quite convincing. And yet with his attorneys, they just delay, delay, delay. When one of those people get a subpoena to appear in court, they just say, I'm not showing up. And then they let the courts decide in a long, drawn-out, year-long process as to whether they have to to abide by the subpoena or not. Excuse me. Excuse me. Let me talk to you, specifically the listener, for a second. If you got a subpoena to appear in court and you didn't show up on that date, the cops would come out, or the authorities would come out, arrest you, and put you in jail because you have to appear with a subpoena. Now, if you had a lot of money and you were a very famous person, you may not have to show up for the subpoena because your attorneys would delay that and fight it. So here's the bottom line. If you have money and power, 
the law does not apply to you, but it does to me and it does to my listeners. You do one damn thing wrong and they tell you to show up. If you don't show up, you'll be arrested. How is Trump not arrested? How are people not who get subpoenas and then they don't show up and it's okay? Because they have the money and the power to hire the attorneys to go through the process and you don't. So people are above the law. Let's take a look at that Stormy Daniels case. Do you remember that? Apparently, uh, the Trump people uh, paid Stormy Daniels Daniels $300,000 to shut the hell up. And this was around election time. And uh, uh, Trump's attorney, Michael, went to jail for, I believe, three years because the payment was made and it was proven that he wrote the check. There are tapes with Trump directing Michael, attorney Michael, to write the check, but Trump never indicted, never touched. And if he is, and he and this is a New York uh, state case that is coming up right now, and they're going to probably indict the president, he'll never show up. He'll fight that. That'll take a year, at least, maybe 20. If he's convicted, he probably won't do jail time. Why not? You can have a guy, a president, stand in front of people and incite a riot without question, and yet nothing happens to him. You even have people who say, no, that riot, that riot never happened. That was actually a peaceful, that, that riot never happened. Hey, schmuckface, I saw it. I saw it on television as it was happening. That was a freaking riot, a violent, horrible attack of out-of-control people led by an out-of-control person. No consequences. This was like a long time ago now. I'm telling you, kids. I, if you want to be up in arms about something, it's the fact that this is not a fair country. We are not all treated equally. Not with rights and not with the law. And that's disgusting. So you can throw around your democracy word all you want, but then you have to practice it if that's what you want to be. Okay. I've said my piece, that was a piece of what I said. I do have an interesting guest coming up a little bit later in the program. I'm preparing for spring. Oh, wonderful. Thank you, Groundhog. I blame things on the Groundhog, I do, because it's easier. I should subpoena the Groundhog, but the Groundhog will never show up. Because the Groundhog's got people. I wish I had people. I don't have people. I mean, I have some people, but not enough to say I have people. I want to be able to say that to somebody. Ron, would you like to do lunch? Actually, no. But I don't want to answer you directly because you are beneath me and I will not answer you directly. 
so I will have my people get in touch with you. Why? Why can't you just say if you want to go to lunch? Because my people do that. Well, I can't talk right now. I have to work out. Oh, do you go to a gym? No, my people move my arms. I used to think that's what Oprah did. Oprah has people, a lot of people. She has a team of people. Privately, I believe. <sighs> and uh, when she wants to work out, she sits in a chair and she has her people move her arms and her legs. She actually says to her people, uh, today I'd like to do legs. And her people move her legs for her while she sits there and eats nachos. I, I don't think that's how that works, but that's my impression. I think the Kardashians should be disbanded. I think, first of all, there's too many of them. They have a horrible choice in, in uh, spouses. Oh, my God, they make horrible choices. This this rich, powerful, highfalutin family, I, 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 want, <laughs> I just wonder how they make business decisions when they can't even pick out a boyfriend. It's just... Yeah, Kanye West. That was a good move, hon. That was a good move. Congratulations for for reading personalities. Yeah, nice move. Nice move. Impressive. And you run businesses? I don't think you do. I think you hire people because you have people, and they run the business, and they make the decisions. You just sit there with a fork and eat a couple of leaves of salad while you drink a bottle of wine. I, I don't care for the, for the Kardashians at all. I think they are role models from the depths of hell. I told you, I mean, I, I, I watch their little series every once in a while just to, you know, release my anger. And the only exercise they get is bringing the fork up uh, where they have a piece of lettuce on it to their mouths and the other exercise they get is walking from the private plane um, to the limousine and then from the limousine to the hotel. So, um, no, no, no. And Harry and Megan, come on, hon. You wanted to get away from the limelight, then you thrust yourself into it. Enough. I've heard the story. I've heard about how you don't get along with daddy. I've heard about that. I've heard how uh, you are not uh, with the royal family anymore. Now you don't know what to do. Um, I, I I don't know. Maybe you should get into the business of selling distressed uh, dining room tables at your own furniture brand store. I really don't know what you should do, Harry and Megan. Why don't you just close the door and just, like, you know, Screw the brains out of each other because, I mean, you know, you're an attractive couple. Go for it. I don't know. You know, you, you get, you're making babies. Fine. Good. Okay. You're doing all right. You're doing all right. Just get out of my face. Shut the hell up. Do your little business investments and that kind of thing. I don't need to hear that story over and over. You've written like 20 books about uh, how how messed up the royal family is, how... I know, I know, I know, Princess Diana, that was horrible, I get it, but I mean, there were 50 movies about it, and a lot of books read about it, and there were a lot of analysis and specials, I get it, that was horrible, I don't know why I need to continue with this, this, this diatribe.
Why can't people just just do your own life and leave us alone? And I said on yesterday's show, and I'll say it again, uh, the president should be, uh, whoever that may be, should be uh, certainly experienced, know what they're doing, make decent decisions. But to me, to me, the most important element is a president that knows how to bring people together, or at least tries like hell to do it tries to make things better than they are, or at least tries as hell as they can, as much as they can. As hell as they can, what does that mean? I want a moral person, an ethical person, uh, a nice person, a person that makes me feel good, that gives me hope, that puts a smile on my face, puts a little click in my heels. That's all I want. Is that a lot to ask? <sighs> can we start steering clear of assholes? Can we can we do that? Thank you. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Enough commentary. Obviously, I'm not a journalist. <laughs> okay. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're going to break for a commercial because someone's got to pay for this. And I, as much as I, I've asked you to pay, you just refuse to do it. So uh, let's stop that right now. Okay, we'll be right back uh, after this uh, quick word. Gentlemen, you know that when you decide to get engaged, you'll be making one of the most important investments of your life. Think about it. From the moment you get down on bended knee and present the ring... How much you actually love someone will be judged solely on the size of the stone you buy. And not just by the one you love, but by literally everyone she knows. And strangers. At Schlickashek the Jewelers, we know that when you're about to cough up what amounts to a few months' rent to obtain the exclusive naming rights to a vagina, you want to be able to be sure that you've made the best choice. So if you've decided it's time to staple gun your man tackle to a single hitching post and to never be able to experience the simple joy of a meaningless hookup without handing over half your stuff, come to Schlickashek to Jewelers and see our amazing line of certified high-quality shallow female ego strokers. Take it from me, Herbert Schlickashekta. I'm not just your local jeweler, I've been married six and a half times. Vegas marriages, boys. Very easy to annul when the shrew goes south on you. And she will. Hello, Ron. Hey, how are you today? Good, you? Great. Dr. Mark Lamassani joins us now. And we're going to be talking about something that I'm going to, well, I'll, I'll say the phrase and let's see how the reaction is. Root canal. Um Yay. Yeah, yay. That that's one of those phrases when you hear that it's um it it makes people stop all of a sudden. Uh, they're kind of scared of it, aren't they? Unfortunately. Yeah. But they don't have to be. Well, that's good news. Um this is if I guess a survey was uh held recently which uh, talked about the fears of root canal in that very subject matter. Yes. Um, it, 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 it's astonishing to hear that more than two thirds of people prefer to sleep 
on an airport floor oh. uh, overnight due to a delayed flight rather than get a root canal. That, that I, I definitely don't fall in that category of people, uh-huh. but that that is something that was highlighted in the survey. Okay. I thought a better analogy would be having your toenails uh, pulled out, but okay. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't know about that. All right. Um, you know, I know that dental care has, has changed every single year. It, 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 there's advances. Um, I guess if you haven't had a root canal or you haven't had one in a long time, you wouldn't be familiar with, uh, the procedure now. Is that correct? Oh my gosh. It's, it's completely changed, uh, from the advent of three-dimensional x-rays, microscopes, and now gentle wave. Things could be done so much more predictably, uh, much more pain-free, less post-operative complications, and allow for these teeth to last for longer. That's great. I, I guess pain is, is the bottom line here. Yeah. Um, I mean, everybody wants, wants uh, great oral health and a great smile and white teeth and the whole bit. Uh, that's a, that's a win, 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 win. But it's, it's, it's the pain part. I, you know, you can do anything you want in there, but I don't want to know about it at that kind of attitude. I, I hear you. I mean, and interestingly enough, it's like nowadays, it, I, I, just to give you an anecdote, I had a patient, uh, just yesterday, uh, he ended up that he needed two root canals on two back teeth, which is more involved. Uh-huh. And I spoke to him that night. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I spoke to him that night. And I said, you know, how, how's everything going? And just checking up on you. He goes, um, I'm not feeling any pain at all. I'm not feeling anything. Is that normal? And, and if, if it's gone from like, wow. you know, thinking that you should be writhing in discomfort to like, is it normal? He was like wondering if that was like, if something's off. Uh, yeah. so yeah, it's definitely changed big time. Yeah. Cause we are talking about a, a, a nerve, right? So, okay, so just to kind of give you the, the, a bit of a background, yeah. the idea is is these roots, the roots of our teeth, are yeah. anchored into the jawbone, just like the roots of a tree are anchored into the soil. Uh-huh. Inside those roots, there is nerve tissue. Uh-huh. That space is what sometimes gets either inflamed, where you have like this radiating pain, uh-huh. or infected, where you can have swelling or very localized pain. Uh-huh. So in both of those circumstances, what we need to do is clean out that space. Yes. In the past, we just didn't have the technology available to do it as predictably and efficiently as we do today. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the revolution. The real big change is our ability to dis- disinfect that system more thoroughly, less invasively, um, and, and in less time. Okay. Um, n- not everybody has had a root canal. I mean, uh, the percentage is not incredibly high. I mean, a lot of people have, but a lot of people go through their lives without having one at all. And they're not yeah. probably not even familiar with what it is. They just hear the phrase and they, they freak and they, they go to an yeah. air, they go to an airport to sleep on the floor. So, uh, <laughs> exactly. right. so, um, is, are, are you knocked out during a, uh, a root canal? Is that how that works? I mean, so I'll say this. I offer all forms of sedation in my practice. So if someone were to absolutely need to be put to sleep for a root canal, that uh-huh. could be done. Uh-huh. I would say that's a minority. That's a small minority of patients. Okay. Most often we do it with just local numbing. So regular numbing. I mean, we make the experience smooth. So, you know, we, we've got TVs and, mm. and listen to some nice soothing music and all, yeah. all that stuff. But the procedure itself is, is really not that involved. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I've had like, uh, you know, skin things removed, you know, for, you know, as most people do when they get older and they go digging in, in, into my skull or <laughs> to my face and I, I didn't feel a damn thing. Um, so I, I guess it's just like amazing now. It, it's incredible. I mean, with, with, you know, the use of local anesthetics mm-hmm. and our ability to do things a lot less invasively, you know, like with gentle wave, um, it's, it's incredible what could be done. Okay. Now that's, now that's the, the next uh, question is not sure. everybody uses the same procedure. Quite obviously some are more advanced than others. I mean, it, it varies greatly. How do I know sure. I'm, I'm, I'm getting the best possible situation here to, to resolve? Got it. Um, so gentlewave.com allows for you to have a directory of all providers, meaning uh, doctors that use uh, the gentlewave procedure. Uh-huh. And uh, from there, you can make your selection. Uh, it's really important to have a, a good rapport uh, with that doctor and, and feel comfortable, comfortable with the decision that you're making, feel that everything has been adequately explained. And then once it comes time to actually have the procedure, gentlewave works really, okay. really well to be able to, to perform that uh, as efficiently as okay. possible. Now, excuse my ignorance, but is this done by a dentist or by an oral surgeon? Uh, it's actually an endodontist. Uh, So uh, the root canal specialist is called an endodontist. Uh, That is what we do day in, day out. Uh, That's our expertise. Um, We have the ability to even fix root canals that had been previously treated and had complications Uh in addition to doing other procedures that allows for us to, to save the natural tooth. We're basically the specialist in saving the natural tooth. I like that. I like that. I like, I like the specialists. When I was a kid, they didn't have specialists. I don't think (laughs) it was just like, you know, I mean, no, I mean now, you know, it's, this is wonderful. Everything is super hyper specialized and, um, it, it, it allows for everyone to kind of really niche down into what their, you know, their passion and their area of expertise is. Yeah. I think that's the most comfortable thing a patient can hear is when, uh, the, this, the specialist says, I do this a thousand times. I do this every day. I can do this in my sleep. Yep. And I go, okay, you're the person that's, that's, it, that's what I want to hear. And it's true. Yeah. It's so true. It's like we're on autopilot. I mean, it's, yeah. it's complete, you yeah. know, it's just a flow and a dance with myself and my team. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Beautiful. Okay. Once more where we yeah. can uh, check out this, uh, this particular method gentlewave.com like a kind wave a gentle like wave.com yeah good, good name good name for it where where do you practice <laughs> may i ask what part of the country i, I, I we're, we're talking i'm talking to you from balmy south florida uh-huh. uh, a, a little bit warmer than boston uh-huh. I'm, I'm actually originally from montreal so so i know exactly what, what winters look like up there uh-huh. uh but i'm, I'm here in aventura florida okay all right. Well, if I ever need a root canal, I'll I'll be uh, visiting friends in in Florida, and uh, we'll say hello. <laughs> Sounds good. Happy to happy to take care of you. <laughs> hey, it's been a pleasure uh, speaking to you. Thank you so much. Well, that'll do it for me today. Oh my God, you've been wonderful. So tolerant. <gasps> I couldn't do it. I couldn't. I could not do it. You are to be uh, honored. I suppose you should have a a dinner in your name. I don't know what you would serve, probably spaghetti. 
Oh, that is so cheap. There was some ad I saw somewhere. Uh, there's a church around where I live. There's always a church everywhere. There are more churches now than CVSs and Starbucks. Hard to believe, but true. And they all don't pay uh, property tax. Interesting as well. Anyway, um, <laughs> I should start a church. I could I could get away with so much. Anyway, um, so yeah, so there was an advertisement that uh, I think on Friday night they're going to have a spaghetti dinner. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, they're having a spaghetti dinner in the church hall. Oh, and what am I supposed to do with that? Well, come on by and uh, have a spaghetti dinner, uh, you know, and make a donation. Oh, I, you know, I, I don't know how to tell you this, but um, I don't care to watch a hundred people eat spaghetti. Um, it's not exactly a, uh, oh, how can I put it? a food that I want to watch people eat. So, um, and is that supposed to, supposed to lure me? If you said, come down to the church hall, we're going to have a filet mignon dinner, or we're going to have a stuffed shrimp dinner, or something like that, I'd say, mm, okay, I'm not going, but, you know, I'm not going less but when you say, come on down to the church hall and let's all eat spaghetti, what the fuck are you talking about? What? You're very bad at marketing. That's not a lure. That's something you stay away from. They're having a spaghetti dinner at the church on, on Friday. Oh, let's get in a car and drive as far away from that as possible. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sounds horrible. That's the last thing I want to do is eat spaghetti with those people. Oh, my God. Let's have fellowship. Let's have fellowship with our spaghetti and pasta dinner. Well, are you serving a salad at least? I don't know. But there's going to be spaghetti all over the place. And ki- bring your kids. They make the, the biggest mess of all. Bring the kids down. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. Stop it. Leave me alone. I'll be back again on Monday with a brand new program, but until that time arrives, I wish you peace.